Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get half gallons of delicious Kroger milk for $1.29 each. Then get flavorful Tyson Natural Boneless Chicken Breasts for $2.49 a pound, all with your card and a digital coupon. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. Good evening, everybody. Welcome back to the Sixers King Show on a new night, Monday night now, baby. Uh, we're really excited, actually, to have uh, um, Eric McLean on the show here, college football analyst, co-host uh, of the Huddle. Coach, yes. yes, all right. <laughs> First touchdown of the year. <laughs> Bobby Hurricanes, yeah, you know the name. Already, it's much said. Ha ha. It's a six red cane show. Can't forget the name, though. Got jazz, blue vision, DJ, break the game code. Ain't no changing up, ain't no breaking up. Real port alive from the Hall Ride Stadium. Ball 14 for the orange or green. We see the six red champs. It's more than a dream. This is life on the field. Beyond a hundred yards of hurricane, that's never still put a damage to the What's wrong with us? Seriously. What's wrong with us? We're Miami Hurricanes fans. Welcome to the Six Rings Cane Show, a show dedicated to Miami Hurricane sports, featuring the legendary Larry Bluestein, Jazz Santana, Vish, and Danny Gillette. Let's go, Canes. <sighs> Buenas noches, Tilda El Mundo. What's up, uh, everybody? <laughs> Welcome back to the Six Rings King show. It's been a long... Listen, listen. <clears throat> Dish knows it has been a very long weekend. It, it I was. still feel like I'm recovering. And, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm trying. I'm trying hard, man. Mm-hmm. So if you hear me go off and then say some crazy stuff every once in a while, just bear with me. It's... um. Did yeah. we hear FSU's not going to the uh, baseball? Oh, another, yes. <laughs> That's yes. a great place to start. That's a perfect way to start, man. We said it a couple times on the baseball so on the baseball show. So, yep, uh, FSU is eliminated from ACC play, and they will not be going to the postseason at all. Take that. Yeah, not even the ACC tournament. They can't qualify no. for that. Yep. First time in 43 years? 44. 44? They, t- they tied our, our oh, streak. Okay. Um, years. They wow. came up short, and when when our streak ended, we were actually the last team out of the NCAA tournament because you know you do the last four out, and we were FSU is one of the worst teams in the country. So yeah, get close. So theirs is worse. All right, they, you know, you know, they 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 ironically they had a nepotism hire, and Mike Martin Jr. They fired him, and, and the whole thing imploded. So be careful what you wish for there. Yeah, true. <laughs> and we got to listen. We got a shout out. Here we go, DJ, once again. DJ, you ready? You ready for the Eastern Conference Finals, Daddy? Oh, boy. Oh, I'm ready. I am definitely ready. I've been listening to everybody talk all week and why in blue left, so he doesn't even want to talk about this, but that's okay. Oh, what happened to blue there? I, 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 don't, I don't know. He's not backstage. I didn't do it. He's not backstage. Okay, he's back. Hold on. He's back. He's back. I didn't do it. 
No, geez, what happened? <laughs> I don't know, Blue, maybe you were a Knicks fan or something. You don't want to hear basketball talk. No, I'm not. <laughs> Aren't you a Lakers fan, Blue? Yep. Okay. So All right, so you're still in it. We you're could potentially in. see you in the NBA Finals if we get past Miami. I, I, I saw this. This is a really interesting little thing that I saw that I think is pretty cool. I think I know my answer. I don't want to say it, but it said, you know, here are the, the top two players out of the, the, the remaining teams that are going to the conference finals, right? Mm-hmm. Who would you pick, right? And the first one was LeBron and Anthony Davis. Second one was Jason Tatum and Jalen Brown. Third one was Butler and Bam. And the fourth one was Jokic and, uh, and uh, Jamal Murray. So – who who would you pick, Blue? Who? <laughs> Putting you on the spot. Who are you picking? Oh, I don't know, man. Realistically, those are pretty good uh, groups there. Right? All of them. Who are you picking, DJ? Tatum and Brown. I got it. Oh, Terrible. Terrible. No, Bam, Bam likes to disappear. Bam likes to disappear. You're not being okay. honest. I never said I was going to pick the Heat. I wasn't going to pick the Heat. It's got to be LeBron Anthony Davis. It's got to be LeBron Anthony Davis. What the hell happened? What are we even talking about right now? I mean, I, I, could, I, I would hear an argument for Lonnie Walker and Bruce Mount, some kind of crossover. <laughs> but other than that, you know. If you should just said basketball school. Lonnie Walker in, I don't want to be a homer here, so. <laughs> I mean, the homer for you, Blue, is the right answer. I think. Yeah, I mean, yeah. What are we talking about here? Can I just say this for a quick second? Oh, no. Thank you. Thank you, Miami Dolphins, for taking Isaiah Wynn. We greatly appreciate it here in New England. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Whatever. You didn't like him? That's the only Georgia guy that didn't go to Philadelphia. Absolute garbage. He was a walking holding penalty on every single drive. I can't wait till he holds 57 times against New England in week two and stalls. He ain't going to start. Come on. He's going to get to a kill if he starts, so I hope he doesn't start for you guys. But anyway, thank you guys. He's a Florida up. bred high school. You still look like ten, you bum. All right. Um, anyway, <laughs> let's talk to Miami. What's Hurricane. happened to this show? Yeah, God, this, this Melissa's show, infected yeah. the whole network. Yes, she did. <laughs> put a virus into it. <laughs> it's, gonna a, it's gonna be a fun matchup. Both 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 conference finals is gonna be absolutely. Um, let's talk a little bit about uh, as as uh, Vish put it. Earlier today on, on Twitter, uh, Mario kind of cleaning house again. Look, you can't really talk about what Mario is not doing in the transfer portal. You can't. Any nobody can can sit here in their right mind. And I was thinking about this, right? And, and, and kind of say, well, Mario hasn't. I mean, we need defensive tackles. Why isn't he going after? We need cornerbacks. We need a wide receiver. We need this. We need that. Mario went when you needed an offensive lineman. What did Mario do? He got you Javion Cohen. He got you Matt Lee. And he's probably still going to get you a couple more guys there. You needed a defensive tackle. We're thin at defensive tackle. Anthony, well, before even today or this weekend, he got you Branson Dean. He got you Thomas Core, who's, you know, obviously there's still some question marks there with those guys. I get it. Branson Dean, good guy, could potentially start, right? Purdue guy. Big kids, 6'3", 6'4", 280, 290 pounds. Okay. At the worst, he adds depth. So At the worst. Now, you also bring in Anthony Campbell, who's 6'7", 285 pounds at the defensive ca- tackle position. Another big-time player, right? Good good kid coming out of the transfer portal. May, may not be that five-star prospect that everybody wants, but it's also May, and we're talking about the transfer portal. He got a, he got a hell of a player in Anthony Campbell, which obviously I want to get your take on Blue. Okay, so he did that at defensive tackle. 
You wanted him to do something at linebacker, he got you Francisco Maragoa. You wanted him to do something at defensive back, he got you 75 defensive backs in the transfer portal. <laughs> he got you Terry Roberts. He got you Devontae Brown. He got you Jaden uh, Jadeus Richard. He got you Jaden da- Davis, the kid from Oklahoma. I mean, he got you all of those guys. He's probably going to get you that kid, Andre Sam. Um, I think that's his name, the, the kid from Louisiana. Yeah. Okay. He's probably going to get that safety over here. I mean, I, I'm thinking just because of his ties and now he's in the in the portal. Okay. So we're talking about all of that. Then now you're talking about, well, you know, we need somebody at wide receiver. Well, he got you Shamar Kirk now, right? He just got you. He just landed you Shamar Kirk today. We need a, a running back. From from DJ's mouth, a stud running back, obviously, <laughs> with some injuries, right? DJ, a J. Allen, a AJ Allen, a J. Allen, whatever his, his first name is. Yeah. Another kid, he just got you that kid to add depth at the very least. Don't forget about Tyler Harrell, too, at wide receiver. Oh, I'm sorry. He got you Tyler Harrell, who runs a, a – apparently, according to his coach, is a 4-1-9. Fast. He is fast. You want to talk about taking the top off of, of a defense? I mean, Blue, at this point, Mario's done what he's needed to do in the transfer portal to fill some holes. Now he's probably going to get a couple more guys. Now we just got to develop the talent. We got to win some football games. Yeah, well, I could say this. I mean, here we sit on May 15th, and last May 15th, the roster that we had paled, paled to what we got now. I looked at both rosters and I said last year it was, it was from a depth standpoint, from a frontline starting standpoint, it was one of the worst rosters Miami's ever had. I mean, it played out. I'll tell you what though. I mean, if, if people want to judge on what Mario Cristobal has done and this staff has done in just one year, just look at the, compare the rosters. I mean, the rosters that they have here, I mean, there's, I mean, proof at linebacker, you know, bring in Mawago and take your leading tackle the last two years and make him, you know, an odd man out in the start. Uh, yeah. And potentially in the secondary, they get so much better. Yeah. You lose two guys to the NFL, you know, I mean, and, but what are you going to do? I mean, but I thought the spring unveiled, some really good play out of the kid Brown who transferred in or portaled in. And, and also I, I was impressed with Daryl Porter jr. And I was talking to his dad about his dad, former um, Boston college, uh, Danny uh, defensive back and uh, also played in the NFL with the Colts and the dolphins. And he said that, you know, he, he's seen a lot of, a lot of, things that he liked about him, you know, I mean, cause he was critical of, of the way he played it sometimes last year. So I think he got, you know, I just think you really improved in the offensive line. Forget it. You, you got two guys right now, arguably that are going to be top three round picks. Um, I think that, uh, that uh, Lee is, I mean, a good center, a real good center in the NFL is, is a tough commodity. And you get him and then you got Javion Cohen. And last year they, they were having pipe dreams about uh, Zion Nelson. Yeah. I, I don't know. I just never got it with him. You know, when all of a sudden you heard about, hey, listen, Zion's going in the first round. Huh? I mean, this guy was just a okay player the year before. And now he's going in the first round. I just think he's regressed, and he's got a lot. He's got a lot of making up to do because he'll get passed by. There's other guys in here that are hungrier, and you could see Mar- Mirabal what he's done. I mean, 
I take nothing away from Garen Justice because I like Garen Justice. Good dude. But Mirabal just means business. And he knows technique and his track record of, you know, guys that he's put into the NFL. And, and um, yeah, I just think the team guys, if you on paper, uh, and we obviously we aren't playing paper, but on paper, it's night and day over last year. I mean, yeah, there's a lot of places. I mean, you know, a quarterback position, you're basically last year, you had Jake as a backup and you figure, but you really don't have. Uh, you know, that's why I think that Miami may, even if it's a junior kid that has some experience, just bring them in, you know, because it's just really tough. But let's hope that that Van Dyke doesn't get hurt and, you know, goes throughout the whole season. I, You look at every position on the on the field and they've they've improved and wide receiver, too, because I was highly critical of Jacoby George last year. I thought he had a really good spring. Um, Kobe Young came in did some really good things. And uh, yeah, I think, uh, and then slot wise, they're potentially next year at this time could potentially have the deepest slot positions in the yeah, country. That slot, that slot wide receiver. Could be yeah. Because great. I mean, you know, I mean, we know now that uh, Xavier Restrepo really could play for any team in the country may not start, but he would play for any team in the country because he's a gamer. He makes plays, you know, and every coach likes that. Uh, but you got Richard Smith, you got Ray Ray, uh, you got Bobby Washington. If he's going to play the position, you know, he's got a lot of different positions, but you have more versatility than last year. And I just think guys, it's just such a better roster. And if you're a hurricane fan, you got to feel better. You got to feel better. I mean, you know, it may not be a nine and three year, but whatever it is, it'll set the table for a nine and three year the year after. Uh, Vish, are you excited about the wide receiver additions with Tyler Harrell and Shamar Kirk? How do you feel about how do you feel about the wide receiver room as a whole now? I mean, I, I, I'm I'm all for it. I love the fact that you added speed, but you also you also added a guy, Shamar Kirk, six one, six two, almost two hundred pounds as well, who can who can go get the football. Yeah, no, and, and we just need playmakers. Like there was no playmaking last year, not of the receivers and really not of the running backs either. There was a lot of like solid play but nothing to, to take the top off the defense. And I think we've kind of, especially with Harrell, but I think across the board, as, as Blue said, upgrade the talent there. And yeah, receiver, there's there's multiple weapons now you can go to. And it's going to be, you know, it's going to be a test for Van Dyke to, to get them the ball and make sure that we're able to exploit that. There's no reason we shouldn't be able to throw on, on most teams in the ACC. Um, the other... The other thing, Blue had mentioned Zion Nelson. I think Todd McShay called him a top 10 pick, and that was the end of it. Now it's top 10 picks, and we're all that have watched. <laughs> I mean, I feel bad for him almost because those of us that watched him play, like, that's not – he's not there yet. And maybe McShay was projecting, like, a lot of upside and development, but he had never shown that ability, and I think it unfairly kind of saddled him with that, you know, that weight around his neck. If this guy's a top 10 pick, he should lock everyone down. He, he hadn't even played enough to do that. It was – I think that kind of hurt him a little bit. And then he obviously got injured, but I still think there's a really good player in there, but like the hype was just ridiculous. Um, so I, I think that hurt him, but I think the reason he's going to be key is you mentioned the receivers jazz got to get time to throw the ball. I think, you know, I don't know how many sacks there would have been in the spring game if it wasn't, you know, if it wasn't too like, like, I mean, I think Van Dyke would have gotten hit a lot and blue mentioned, we don't, 
I mean, Jakari Brown's the backup, and and I think we'll ride with him if we have to if if Van Dyke gets injured. But it's such, such a different style of quarterback that it's just you almost have to change the entire offense then. So, which is something that happened last year. So it's just, I mean, we got to keep him healthy. Which is, and if the offensive line can block, and it should be much improved, these receivers yeah. can torch ACC defenses. So to answer your question a roundabout way, I'm, I'm really excited for this group. I think they're able to get open. I mean. You know, after a decade, maybe they can catch the ball finally. <laughs> so, <laughs> yeah. so you know, get open, catch the ball. It's that simple of a game. But as long as the, the line – I think we all agree Van Dyke can throw an accurate pass. So it is kind of just, all right, get him time. So he's got, you know, his, his foot space, too, to get the ball out. These kids will get open. So, yeah, no, this is looks to be a much better position than, than we were in last year. Yeah. I still remember last year sitting next to Jazz in the opening game and my uh, – Miami wasn't doing anything. And we looked at each other. We go, oh my gosh, not again. You know, <laughs> I don't think that's going to be the, the the deal this year. I think they're going to, you know, if they don't click every darn play, they're going to be more successful than they are not this year. Yeah. I think the first warning sign last year was the Southern Miss game because the Bethune Cookman's not really an opponent. And then, you know, that first half, it was a slog. I think we scored at the end of the half to like kind of finally go up like 10 to 7. Like, this, we should be. We should get, you know, we should be thinking about putting the backups in already, not not like fighting Southern Miss like this. And I think yeah, yeah. That's, that, that's, was, that, that was that's probably that's the first one. Yeah, you know that it was going to be an issue. But well, the following game, then you knew. <laughs> well, I mean, yeah. Unfortunately, I, I traveled to that to watch us not score a touchdown. I went to three <laughs> games last year where we didn't score touchdowns. Quite quite a quite a record. I was that was rough. That was rough. Uh, DJ, I kind of want to get your take on on the defensive side of the football, adding a guy like um, Anthony Campbell, who's a big uh, defensive tackle. Again, another position that we definitely needed to add a little more depth. And, and, look, and I don't I don't want to say that there isn't talent in that room because there could very well be some really good talent, right? Uh, as I mentioned before, Branson Dean and Tom, uh, Thomas Score. But you also got guys, guys coming back like, you know, Jared Harrison Hunt. Uh, you've got a potential in a really good defensive tackle, uh, Ahmad Moulton, coming in. And they, we haven't even mentioned potentially the best one out of all of them is is Josh Horton, the kid out of uh, yeah. uh, kid out of Georgia. It was a Georgia, right? Kid out, kid out, kid out of Georgia. It was a six foot four, all of six four, three hundred pounds as well. He can Monster. dunk a basketball. You know, he can dunk a basketball with ease. And uh, that's an athletic kid that's going to come in and play defensive tackle. So now you add another one, another six. A 6'7", 285, 6'7", 295-pound defensive tackle. This kind of reminds me of what What do we say? What has Vish kind of said a lot, Blue? Mentioned having a big team, a team that looks physically imposing, yeah. that's going to be able to push you around. It looks like this is what Mario's doing at the defensive side of football and offensive side. How do you feel about bringing in a guy like Anthony Campbell? Oh, that's a, well, hey, Go ahead, DJ. I'll, I'll get into it after you go. It's a great move because, you know, you want space eaters at the defensive tackle position, especially, you know, if you're in the red zone defensively, if you're trying to stop a drive or if you're trying to stop a rushing attack, you know, you need space eaters at the defensive tackle position. And, you know, I think the defensive tackle position in itself kind of goes overlooked when talking about a defense. We focus on pass rushing and, you know, corners and, you know, defending the pass, but Stopping the run is equally as important. And getting space eaters 
that can allow you to kind of, you know, make an offense one-dimensional and take away something that they do best is extremely important. And, you know, getting, you know, a big offensive tackle in Campbell, or excuse me, defensive tackle in Campbell and, you know, things like that definitely, you know, helps solidify the position and it doesn't allow for too much of a drop-off if, you know, a certain player needs a breather or something like that. So the more depth as a position that, that you have, the better. Because I I think it's a crucial position that, you know, can, you know, make that goal line stand at the end of a game that you really need to make, for instance. Yeah, Blue, what you want to add to that? Well, the, the thing about Campbell is he could have been a major, major kid coming out he had uh, out of Bartow high school in florida but he the he had a couple of things that needed work and i don't think anybody wanted to take a chance but he's the type of guy that you would watch him in high school or watch him at camps and say you know what if he ever gets to his potential well he got to his potential and i think he comes down here uh he's a lot more polished than when he left uh, the state of florida uh, he's bigger and he's stronger and he's got more maturity to him. And I think that here's a kid uh, that gets an opportunity to get in action this summer. And uh, he starts opening some eyes, you know, I mean, look in the spring game, you know, Bain, who really virtually shouldn't even graduated, had three sacks. And, and, and here, you know, I mean, that just shows you when a true freshman is taking this, you know, defense to another level, potentially, uh, you get a Campbell kid that comes in and you got experience. I love, I think Harrison Hunt's going to be a freak uh, once he, once he gets more reps. Um, and then Leonard Taylor, you know, I mean, I think interior uh, front, because uh, I always, I already think uh, we already have some pretty good edge rushers, uh, guys with a lot of potential. Um yeah, it's just we have to be patient on some of these young kids. I mean, you know, the, you know, that's the one thing. Yeah, you know, everybody around the country are, will always keep pointing out. Yeah, but you got a, you know, this five star and you got that five star. Yeah, but you know what, five stars are aren't always ready. You know, I mean, they're potentially going to be good, but you can't rely. And and I still bring back the Tracy Howard, uh, Duke Johnson days. Neither of them really should have been starting but they were thrust into a position where they had to be the dudes at 18 years old, 17 years old. And uh, I think Miami's better equipped now that you don't have to insert a freshman out of need. If you insert a freshman, it's because they played better, like Amawa Goa played better at the position than some of the the, uh, veteran kids. So, yeah, I, I think we're at that level now that if young kids come in, they're going to play because they've earned it, not just because they need them. Vish, anything you want to add to, to, to Here's what I will say really quick before I go to you, Vish. You know what I like about Campbell also is, and DJ, you kind of talk, touched on this a little bit, is the, the, the size and gap fill. You know, he fills space. But not only that, but now you got, even if it's a 6'2", 6'3", 6'4", quarterback, Trying to throw over a guy that's six foot seven that now puts his hands up like this. Now you got to throw over that guy. You're talking about you're talking about having to really put the ball in the money and really have to get it out get it out quick. So I love that about that that pickup. Yeah, no, definitely. He's he's that 
you know, he's definitely a defensive tackle that's going to eat space in the middle. And we haven't had a lot of that. And Blue mentioned Harrison Hunt. He's been high on potential for a while, but we've kind of had to move him around too much because he's trying to plug gaps around the line. I don't think he's ever really settled into a position where he's been able to be consistent. So, right. so I, I think this will help him a ton because this is Campbell should be like basically plugging his butt in the middle of the line in the scrimmage and and allowing Leonard Taylor to make more plays in the line. You know, just eat that space up because as Blue Man, we already have Mesador on the outside. Like we have all this, we have other guys that'll benefit from having like a true spacing defensive tackle, which we haven't had. In, I mean, I'm trying to think of the last last time we even had one of those. Um, so it just makes the whole defense work better. It allows the linebackers to 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 run freer because they're not the, the linemen aren't getting to the second level. Like you mentioned, a lot of the, the quick passing, they gotta throw around him now instead of you know over him. So like it's just it's disruptive and, and we we have not been disruptive for a long time. So it's it's exciting to kind of see some and, and you know to think about the potential, but as Blue said, cautious. <laughs> it's gonna take some time for it to come together. Next season is not gonna be pretty again. Let's just be blunt about that. But it's building blocks, right? It's building blocks to get where we want to go. So you can see kind of that starting to come together. And the other thing that's encouraging to see is, you know, we got both of these, we got coaches of Louisiana ties and we are going in there and yeah. doing a really good job of pulling kids out of there, which is something we did in the past, which we have not done lately. So that's a talent rich state. So getting that pipeline going has been really encouraging to see over the last few months is, as we have now ties of the, because we had coaches coming out of there you know, ties to the local schools there. They're able to go in there and pull kids. And that's going to be a huge payoff, not just this year, but down the road as well, being able to go and recruit Louisiana, which has a ton of talent. And not everyone wants to and is going to go to LSU. And the rest of that, those, the rest of those kids are up for grabs. And we really have not done a good job of pulling those kids in like we used to. So it's good to see that kind of coming back now as we're able to, to do a lot more of that. Absolutely, man. Absolutely. Let's talk about Mac. Uh, I'm sorry. Uh, I almost got yeah. Mac Daddy. Mac Daddy. Mac Daddy. <laughs> uh, real talk, though. Uh, you know, Vish mentioned the wide receivers. DJ did a little bit as well. Uh, Blue, your thoughts on number one, the hometown kid, Tyler Harrell, coming back down here. You know, after playing playing, playing well at Louisville. But then, of course, you know, had, had an injury, didn't really get things going in Alabama. Uh, but look, the fastest guy on this team, once he gets here, if he's healthy, he could really be a dangerous weapon for this team, for this offense. Talk to me a little bit about Tyler Harrow, and then you can kind of just chime in on Shamar Kirk as well. But I really like the addition of Tyler Harrow um, to come in for special teams purposes and, of course, to be able to open up this offense a little bit. No, good point, uh, because he's got an opportunity to spread that the, the defense up a little bit and and maybe take the top off of it. And if whether he catches the ball or not, or whether it's effective or not, you're sending a message that you got a dude with some speed. And I think it opens up for your tight end passing game. I think it opens up for wheel routes with your running backs and also your slot people who are going to be paired most likely with on safeties. So, I, yeah, I think having him, it just, I thought, because of what the job Rambo did the year before, um, it opened up 
Harley in a way that he hadn't been, uh, you know, in a, in a long time. So there's a lot of residuals when you bring one person in because they, while they don't necessarily change a team, they change a scheme. And if, you know, and that's what I look at because having him, let's say having him on the outside and most likely drawing, unless Colby Young just turns it off to the point, turns it on to the point where he gets the number one uh, defensive back. But I think Colby Young doesn't have that anywhere near the speed that Harold has. And you have Harold. And I think that if, and I think he's going to be effective or, you know, I mean, not just on a long ball, but get him in the space a little bit and then let him use his speed. And I think that Ray Ray's the same type of guy. You got to, you know, these guys may not be able to read, you know, or, or play against veteran defensive backs that the ACC has. And they have some, a lot of, them. Uh, I think what they could do is create and, you know, and, and then they get, you know, because they don't, they're nobody's going to respect a, a freshman, you know, I don't care how good they are. Uh, or a first-year guy, you got to prove something. You know, I mean, just like you know, uh, jazz and baseball. You know, you get a pitcher, and he said, "Well, he throws 95." Yeah, well, a lot of people can hit fastballs. Do you have anything else to go with it? And that's what I'm saying. I think that he anybody could be fast, but he's got to be effective too. But yeah, I like him and Kirk. The same thing. The thing about Kirk is his experience factor. You cut those. You cut through all those being a freshman type of high school kid and you bring in a guy who's a proven commodity. And and the the trouble with that sometimes is that we blow them up so much that if they don't live up to those expectations, they automatically suck. But that's not necessarily true. Kids need time to adjust. You know, game of football is a, a team game, and everybody plays off of one another. I think those two guys right there, in the long run, make a huge difference because that's a position of need. And a, because I think that your two receivers going in, because remember, you still have Ladson, and uh, he has, still hasn't even reached anywhere near what he's capable of doing and you know if he doesn't then he'll be riding the bench the rest of the year that's all you know you got to produce this is a time where nothing is going to be given to you and you know Redding too I kind of almost have given up on him and but there's a kid right there when he first get there got there and I'll tell you the honest truth I thought he would be the premier guy because I watched him in high school smart kid you know gets it done in the classroom runs really good patterns uh, but the objective of being a receiver is to catch the ball. And uh, if you don't do that, you're not you're not giving yourself an opportunity. But I think that Miami's got, uh, you know, potential at so many positions, running back, there, defensive line, offensive line. All they got to do is just come to fruition and, and these guys play the way that they can. And I think the adding those two receivers, veteran guys, uh, will also help with the younger guys. You know, the younger guys are going to start emulating a lot of things they do because they're 18 and 17 and, you know, Harold's 21 and 22. And, uh, yeah, so I, I think there's a difference about bringing in kids like that in a, in a positive way. Sure. sure. I agree. I and agree. When, you, when you look at Houston's offense from last year, they had three receivers headlined, of course, by Nathaniel Dell that had over 500 receiving yards. So it's not exactly – Although Dell was the main target, there was room, you know, to spread the ball around at Houston and with this 
you know, depth that Miami has added at wide receiver, that gives Dawson more opportunity to, you know, have more weapons to run that, you know, same type of offense in which you can get, you know, good production from multiple receivers in multiple parts of the field. Save big on brunch for mom, all in the Kroger app. Get half gallons of delicious Kroger milk for $1.29 each. Then get flavorful Tyson natural boneless chicken breasts for $2.49 a pound, all with your card and a digital coupon. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. Yeah, no, that, that makes sense. And But I've learned one thing, DJ. I don't want to listen to what the guy did the previous year because all we heard about lastly is, oh, they threw it to the tight yeah, end 90 times. <laughs> and Gaddis, too. Let's, let's just, yeah, Gaddis, yeah. too. Yeah, so... Let's see what he does with the personnel that he has, you know, and uh, if he has tendencies are to do what you said. Okay. I like that, but I don't want to say, well, he threw there last year because you may not have those type of guys. A lot, a lot of that'll be on the, on Van Dyke too, getting the ball to, yeah. you know, if he has had the tendency in his career to really have the guys he, he's comfortable throwing to and even force the ball there. Now he's got the arm yeah. strength to get away with it, but you know, it was all Rambo and Harley, and then last year it was Restrepo, and then he got hurt, yep. and then it was Colby Young, and then Van Dyke got hurt. But it was kind of like once he's got his, he tends to kind of force feed the ball yeah. there. So it'll be interesting to see if he, if he can use these weapons again. It's part of him, also. You know, he wants to be an NFL quarterback, and he's got the arm talent to do that. Yeah. So part of it is showing he can make the right reads, get the ball to the right players, and there should be enough receiving talent, both at receiver and tight end, DJ, to um. To to to, ex- to, to exploit <laughs> there's that tight to, end message right there. Yeah, there's the. I'll tight end. die on the tight end hill. I don't care. Yeah, Somebody but you know, Chris, you made a great point. But add in also that he's going to have better protection too, and uh, you know, I think that's going to afford him a little bit more time to kind of read and you know go to a second, you know, go to a second and third read. So uh, you know, unlike last year, he had to get that ball off quick. Yeah, and it's also it's his third offense in three years, so it's, it's it's a lot to put on him. And you know, if he can come out and play well, it'll I think it'll it'll probably impress a lot of the NFL scouts if he's able to do that because it's not easy That's to pick up a different. Yep, that is a uh, that is the remnants of Jazz's birthday party from the weekend, which <laughs> we, we we survived ish. <laughs> we survived. Yeah, yeah, we made it through. We did. Um, we did. We did. The, the big four zero for our man here. So yeah, congratulations. Oh, thank you, thank you, thank you. Oof. I'd give anything to be back there. <laughs> oh man, I, 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 I didn't feel like it's Saturday. I'll tell you that much. Uh, yeah. yeah, tell me about it. it Is this what good. I have to look forward to at forty? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Going out one night and then recovering. Oh god, yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, it was exactly. it was Friday night was fun. Saturday the whole day and probably into Sunday was not so much. Not not so much. Yeah, I already don't bounce back as fast as my college days. So if this is my forties, oh, you gotta scare me a little bit. Oh, be be, oh, be, be very afraid. Be afraid, my friend. Be very afraid. Yeah. <laughs> oh man, no, but definitely blessed blessed to to, to do it all. So for sure. Um, I, I wanted to get into into Max Anderson a little bit, 
Uh, you mean Max Lawrence? Lawrence? Max Lawrence, excuse me. Max yeah, Lawrence. Melissa wants to hear about. Uh, oh, well, I thought you were. I thought you had Warwick. <laughs> I know, right? Yeah, <laughs> what the heck? What are you doing? Holy crap, we got an Evan sighting. They're going to fire Evan. you for uh, going on at work. <laughs> What's up, Evan? Look we got Evan, Evan siding on the football show, man. Well, nice, uh, man. Must have got a schedule change this week. because All right. Uh, all right. All right. Well, like good it. to see you, man. I like it. Um, all right. Max well, Lawrence is the kid's name. That's the kid's name. Max Lawrence. They added yes. a uh, walk-on walk quarterback. Yeah, has a walk-on quarterback that committed um, yeah. over the weekend. He'll come in and he'll do some scout team work and he'll help these guys uh, – Kind of get ready. He kind of reminds me of uh, you remember the kid, Blue, uh, out of Westminster. Fernandez was his name, I think. Um, that came here to play quarterback. Also, no, um, the the guy was with the Mets. Um, uh, uh, man, kid. he was like six four, six five, big kid quarterback. Uh, I can't. Adrian. Fernandez? I know. I know. You. I think it's his first name. Adrian. David. Um, uh, he played third base with the Mets. No, you're, thinking, you're thinking David Thompson. Oh, it wasn't David Thompson. No, there was a, a guy that came here from Westminster. Yeah, Fernandez was his last name. Uh, really? Yeah, Adrian. I think Fernandez was his name. But uh, okay, yeah, you know, just a guy that comes in and then. Oh yeah, I was thinking of David Thompson. Yeah, so David Thompson, I think would have definitely he could have been a, a. Oh yeah, he could have been backup quarterback here. Yeah, I ran into him. Uh, I went to a double A game. Oh and, cool! And I saw him. Yeah, he was playing third base. He just got bypassed. You know, I mean, he good dude, and he, didn't he have the home run record for the the University of Miami? Pat Burrell face. He he, uh, I think he broke Pat Burrell's record. I think so. I think I think yeah. He did. I think he's the all time leading home run hitter in University of Miami history. Yes, you, Unbelievable. You, 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 well, I know he is the Florida <laughs> high school all time leading home run hitter. I honestly don't don't. You might no, be a for sure. on that one. I have no idea, but yeah, I, 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 I don't know. He was he was the best hitter on the last team that went to Omaha. So yeah, hands down. Yeah, so I thought uh, Dennis Rabin would be the guy. Oh yeah, yeah that's a, that is a throwback name. That's wow. a, Dennis yeah, Rabin. He's good. That team was good. <laughs> we just a DJ sitting there while we lift random baseball players for like. Who, who was the shortstop on that team? Was it Ryan Jackson? Yes, it was Ryan, Ryan yeah. Jackson. And Jamal wow. Weeks, right? Jamal Weeks was yeah, the second Yeah, Jamal Weeks, Yonder was there. Oh, my God. Yes, you talk about Randall. reaching Ooh. in the bag. What a team, man. We blew it, man. That <laughs> would hurt. That would have really hurt. We rolled everyone. Rayburn was out there, right? Dennis Rayburn? Yeah, yeah it was Blake yeah. Tacody was the Blake center fielder. That, oh, that was Blake just, that was just the end. Man, that was Oh, man. Too. No, we we blew that first game in the College World Series. We, we had the, the game one, and we made an error. And Georgia stole the game from us, and we couldn't play out of the loser's bracket. We just didn't have the pitching depth. Georgia ended up going to the, ended yeah, up they ended up losing the the, the the World Series to uh to Fresno State, who was like a four seed. I mean, we were by far the best team that year. We just we made just an had error. No pitching. Yeah, Ooh, Carlos Gutierrez airmailed it. Gutierrez, right? Yeah, yeah, he airmailed the ball to first. It was the first error he made the entire year. And who he was, uh, wasn't his brother the closer, David Gutierrez? Yes. No, no, Carlos was the closer, and Dave, David yeah, was what David pitched the second game. We beat we knocked Florida State out, so we had that going for us, but then we lost the uh, good times anyway. Yes, wow. yeah, Melissa, that was 2008. Oh. We'll save that for baseball show, huh? <laughs> well, we just did the baseball show so. on the baseball oh. show. Yeah, you talk, do. Yeah, you do, Blue. Talk about some of the old guys. Also, if you want to, we're all going to the game on Thursday, Blue, if you want to. Yeah, yeah, against Duke. 
we had that kid, oh. that fireballer, man. He was a stud. The kid out of Chicago. Um, uh, uh, Chris? Carlos? What was his name? Jesus. Um, I can't for the life of me remember his name now. He was a flamethrower. Threw hard. Got, he got, I wish he I got could help you guys. He got drafted that year, too. Um, was it that year? He was on that team. I got to say, he was from Chicago. The Miami uh, kids just don't do very well in the uh, in major and professional baseball these days. I mean, I'm, Ryan Braun did. Well, Ryan, yeah, <laughs> Pat Burrell for a minute. Pat Burrell, Danny Graves did okay. Uh, you know, well, back in the day, like Neil Heaton and those guys, they were really, really good. Wait, but, Bird, Charles Johnson. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Didn't Mike Piazza play a game here? Yeah, he did. He played like one game at Miami. Still counts. What the hell? Why not? Found out the Italian food sucked in South Florida, so he left. He played one game for the Marlins and one game for the for the Hurricanes. Yes. Look, so we're not here to to cast aspersions and point fingers. Melissa, stop it with that. And trust me, you Actually, you know, he's one of the only Jewish players that Miami ever had that did good. Right, Brock. Well, well, really? Melissa's sympathetic to that plight, but um, <laughs> yeah, we uh, we don't want to pick the PD scabs. Let's just leave it there. Zach Collins, I think Zach Collins is the one that I thought. Zach was Collins is a good. He's still around on his what nineteenth yeah. teams, but I know, uh, man. he's ugh. good guy though. Really, John good. Jay, what, what was yeah, that John Jay? Yeah, John Jay, Danny no, Valencia. John Jay, yeah. Danny Valencia played like a decade yeah, in the pros. Danny Valencia. He's actually he actually called. Danny Valencia called our game last weekend. Not, not the one at doing it. He, he's, he's really good in the booth. Yeah, he is. Ouija like yeah. Hernandez didn't do very well, huh? <laughs> <laughs> about, Gabby Sanchez called the game this weekend also. Yeah. Yeah. What about my guy Harold? Uh, what's his name from Braddock? Harold Harold Martinez? I know. Thank you, Melissa, for for allowing me. She she knows I'm gonna have to like cut the stuff now for the podcast. But thanks. <laughs> Harold Martinez hit like 24 bombs that one year. Then the next year they switched the bats. He hit three. Yeah, and Nike yeah. gave us defective bats. Yeah. Um, but I'm not gonna come story. down because he could be listening. So. It wasn't your fault, Harold. It wasn't your fault. No, no, it was Nike actually gave us defective bats, and it wasn't. There was like a study on every team that got. Nike, because that was the first year I think they were doing bats. Right. The production just went in the toilet to yeah. the point that that Nike actually was like, you can like after two years of that, like you can use whatever bats you want. They actually like, let everyone out of the bat contracts because the bats were defective. So uh, that 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 hurt. Yeah. We definitely went well, on back to football. Yeah. Back to football and, and Max Lawrence. We just wanted to avoid you know doing a quarterback evaluation. That's fine. Here. Really, really quick, really quick. I'll throw these names. <laughs> Oh, wow. Wow. Blue, I want to throw these other names at you, man. Go ahead. Throw them. <laughs> Three names that I want to throw at you. Tell me what you think about the possibility of Miami flipping one of these guys. Ellis Robinson, Mylon Graham, or Jordan Lyle? Yeah. What do you think? Ellis, definitely. He'd be a good get. He's real friendly with a lot of the kids, the Margoas. And yeah, he's, he's a guy that I like to see. I think that he could. He could. Yeah. Uh, who are the other? Jordan Lyle? Jordan Lyle, Mylon Graham. I had Jordan on my show tonight. Yeah. He seems pretty locked into going to Ohio State, but you never know. You know, I mean, uh, it depends with Stacy Gage, where Stacy Gage ends up. True. That's his, that's his running mate in, at St. Thomas. Because he had hinted he was going to go to Ohio State, too. Oof. Can you imagine? Jeez. No. And then who was the other? Uh, Mylon Graham. Oh, he was down here visiting. Yeah, yeah. No, he had a good time, too, from what I understand. But I think Ellis Robinson would be the dude. I like him. That would be huge. Yeah, that would be huge. I think that he's really good. 
I think that, and he enjoyed himself down here. And the reason why is because he knew some people. And right, yeah, I, I think uh, Juwan Johnson. Johnson committed to LSU. But she's got, she's like the answer woman. I'm telling you. I'm telling you, man. She's, she's, she's our uh, chat GPT. What is it? Chat. Yeah. That's what she is over there. I hate to see her pop in when she doesn't work. I mean, you know, (laughs) if this is at work, oh my gosh, I'm going to get you fired. (laughs) Uh, Justin Scott is another name. We'll talk about defensive tackles. That's a kid that could cement himself as the, like, you know, the key piece to this, you know, to kind of get everything started for this, for this off, uh, excuse me, for this recruiting class, you know, five-star kid could come in one of the, you know, top ranked players in the country. Justin Thomas would be a huge pickup blue. I think that that's the kind of kid that we need. To, it's kind of like in that Leonard Taylor mold, right? Like he's, he's another yeah, yeah. Leonard Taylor good, type. Good comparison. Um, <laughs> no management. Yeah, you got that. You got that working pretty good. Um, <laughs> Just hope yeah, this doesn't no, get too popular. Good. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> All right. Everybody start recognizing her. Yeah, she's so popular with her coworkers. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. No. To answer your question, yes, he would be really, really good. Uh, you know, but you gotta. I think what they're doing now is they're selling a lot of these kids on availability to play. You know, saying, "Hey, listen, there's." Not all the positions are locked up. We still have some, you know, a lot of guys were injured during the uh, the spring, so they come in the same as you, you know, I mean, with a lot to prove. And I've seen what can happen in a three-week period in August. Uh, these, you know, these hot days and all of a sudden someone's not performing and next thing you know, they move down the depth chart. I could see that happening with a few of these guys. So, yeah, I, I'd love to see him. From a depth standpoint, definitely. You got a lot of things. Got a lot of things going on, and uh, I think things are going to start to heat up again now soon uh, with with the, the the moves that Mario's making on the recruiting trail, and you've got Kevin Beard out there balling, getting two stud wide receivers as well, and Tyler Harrell and Shamar Kirk. Uh, so you know, stay stay tuned and, and keep watching us. Yeah, that's another Ashton Hampton has an official visit with Miami locked in, so that's awesome. Uh, it's going to keep going. It's going to get exciting. You're going to see a lot of names pop up soon. You're going to see a lot of things go down when it comes to yeah. transfer portals. So FSU lost five of them to Colorado. All five. I know. That's Only good. two played, but I mean, what the heck? Yeah. Well, you know, I mean, three of those will transfer right back out. Yeah, I know. Let's, uh, there's yeah, still, right. still a few more months before the season starts for those kids to show up, talk to Dion for five minutes, and leave. So, <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Oh, man. Uh, so they couldn't wear white socks. That was it, you know. I mean, that was it. White socks with the with his uh, with their Yeezy with their Yeezy Crocs. Yeah. Um, make sure you guys keep it locked here. Uh, Wednesday night we've got a hit. Well, no, we don't. No, we don't. Um, um, Wednesday I... night we have nothing as of right now. <laughs> We're gonna take a, a, a nice little break. Actually, I could use it. Um, shout out to PricePicks.com. Oh yes. Uh, <laughs> Before we sure. go, Let's they still paying. Let's talk about our sponsor. I mean, hopefully, you know, I mean, hopefully. Someone's getting paid. Yeah, right. Some money to dish out. You know? um, yeah. um, check check about check out uh, pricepix.com. You just gotta go to the website, go to pricepix.com. When you log in, uh, enter the code five F I V E and they'll match your initial deposit up to a hundred dollars. It's real simple. Pick anywhere between two players and five, six, however many players you want, anything over two. 
pick the over under on their individual categories and win some money, man. It's it's uh it's real simple. We'll start throwing out some um some plays that myself and Vish and, and, and the rest of the crew will have out there for uh, college football coming up after after the summer, but also maybe some major league baseball stuff and other things. You guys can go in there and, and pick and choose any sport really a baseball. Uh, basketball, football, Formula One even. Uh, you can do it all. So make sure you check them out. Go to pricepits.com, enter code word F-I-V-E when you sign up, and they will match your initial deposit up to $100. Check them out. It's pricepits.com. Uh, if you don't hear from us, uh, you'll have the Bucket Show coming up soon, right? Tomorrow. Yeah, yeah you got Buckets tomorrow, which will be really cool. You guys check them out. Check them out. Matty Ice. New, new, new intro. Matt, Matt is still on his honeymoon through Switzerland is the last we saw. Yeah, he's so, not. He's not uh, so back. he won't. He won't be here. He will be back on the show. But he's part of the crew, so yeah, no, he'll definitely. Know. He's you know he's he's an equal co-host to the two of us. He just has bad timing with his wedding. Unbelievable. <laughs> right. Who told him to get married, man? I know. Unbelievable. I know. He needs. He needs to be like completely no no life like Melissa and I. That we can just you know fully commit. Right. Exactly. Uh, check about tomorrow at what time? Seven p.m. I think six. I don't know. We're gonna figure it out. Ah, they'll tweet something out. You <laughs> I think out. I think six is the idea. We're talking about maybe doing it in person. I don't know. I'm in Miami. I get to pop so in so. and harass Melissa. Yeah, Vish is in Miami too, so you know. Yeah. Blue, maybe maybe you uh, join us on Thursday for the Duke Miami yeah. baseball game. Yeah, maybe I'll come out. Uh, yeah, get out there. Got a, there's a couple of jamborees, but maybe I could do without it. I just noticed that Vish has got a different background. Yeah, he's uh he's in Miami. He's in Miami yes. right now. Because yeah, Danny and I are usually the only ones with ceiling fans. So I think are you yeah. gonna go see Max Lawrence playing this jamboree? <laughs> Get out of here. <laughs> Didn't he graduate already? I don't know. Who the hell knows? Well, I think I, yeah, yeah, he must well, I think he's this is he's a senior, right? I think this is yeah, starting wow. quarterback. Yeah. In two years. I'll see you guys uh later. We'll we'll uh we'll keep in touch. Adios. The Six Rig Kane Show. The Six Rig Kane Show. The Six Rings Kane Show. You know. Save big on brunch for mom. All in the Kroger app. Get half gallons of delicious Kroger milk for $1.29 each. Then get flavorful Tyson Natural Boneless Chicken Breasts for $2.49 a pound, all with your card and a digital coupon. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details.